What's going on, everybody? I am J.M. Banks, and this is Urban Alchemy Podcast, brought to you by the Pitch Podcast Network. Thank you all so much for joining us today for our Monday Media Reviews. Just myself today for this episode, holding it down solo. Unfortunately, Eric could not make it with us today. So, unfortunately, we are going to be missing out on his in-depth analysis on film. Actually, I'm not going to be talking about any particular film today. I'm going to be talking about a few trailers like we did last week on upcoming movies that I actually want to see. Yeah, but before we get out, before we get to that, I just wanted to give a big shout out to all of our listeners. If you're listening here in Kansas City, in Missouri, the Midwest, all around the country and all around the world, we truly appreciate you guys for tuning in each and every week and checking out what we're doing. Before we get started, please take a moment to subscribe and follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We are out there. We're trying to really grow that social media presence. Right now on, on Facebook, we are at 2,200, a little over 2,200 followers. So we are blessed to have that number here in Kansas City. That is a big number for a small podcast like ourselves. So big shout out to everybody. Big shout out to everyone across the country that's helping us. And yeah, we really appreciate you all. So yeah, before we get to it, just wanted to wish a very, very special happy birthday to Eric's son, Junior. It, that's the reason he couldn't be here. He was doing some last minute things for the birthday boy uh, whose birthday is tomorrow. So big shout out to Junior. Happy birthday, kid. But yeah, let's get to it. Uh, before we get started. So let's just jump right into it. So new movie trailers that I have come across that have kind of perked my interest. Let's start off with The Forever Purge, which I believe just came out this weekend. But yeah, The Forever Purge is a part of the Purge film series, which I kind of like. It has a few, I think maybe one movie I, I really didn't care for. But besides that, it's just good fun. It's, it's a very, very interesting concept uh, from Purge 1 where it's just like, yo, you got one night to cut loose. One night to go out and do anything crazy. And then as the film goes on, you kind of figure out there's this uh, more, if it's possible, even more of a sinister aspect to going out and committing murder with impunity. But you figure out it's just a way for them to purge society of the undesirable, the lower classes. And it really kind of builds on that aspect in the sequels where it's more like a political war going on. And in the last Purge you had seen, uh, which I believe was uh, Purge Election Year, there was one that was like a prequel to First Purge, which I have not seen. But the last one in the trilogy was uh, Election Year, where I believe they were trying to abolish the act of the Purge. And in this one, I'm guessing they won the election and the Purge has been abolished, except on the last night, everybody's like, you know what, fuck it, we just gonna Purge forever. So you have... Uh, the purge in the daylight which is something we haven't really seen before because the purge takes place you know during the evening hours i believe it's like six o'clock or something but yeah pretty much when that when that siren goes off if you trapped outside and at nighttime you, it's all bad for you but this one is like yo i guess the purge gets abolished and these, these folks ain't having it because you see a lot of a lot of uh, cowboy type looking people which is kind of like uh, reminds me of like when trump lost and people start storming the capital those type of folks painting their faces and wearing horns and shit and yeah it's just those type of people and i've come in contact with a lot of people who don't like the purge because they feel like it kind of bashes on republicans or bashes on conservatives and it's just like yo if you don't like the movie it's probably because you probably seeing yourself in these characters a little too well huh but besides that the purge is a great film series i enjoy 
uh, it's 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 on that list of something that I can really just turn my brain off and not really think too much into it. So Forever Purge, it looks interesting. It hope I think this is where you can end off the series. To be real, I really don't think there's too much more you can discuss with the uh, topic of the purge or you know this subject matter. So yeah, hopefully this is the last installment. They tried to do the prequel. They did the USA TV show, which I believe went for two seasons. But this one, I think, is a good point on where you should probably jump off board, you know, before this becomes just too... Then what? We're going to have, what, the purge in, in space or, you know, the purge underwater. What, what what next could you possibly do with this? But, yeah, I hope they really cap this off well. I'm looking forward to seeing it. It just came out. That might be one of the first movies I get to check out in the theater. So, looking forward to that one. Second trailer on my list is The Suicide Squad, directed by James Gunn, the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, which are super dope. I really love those. Beautiful aesthetic, great soundtrack. And the first Suicide Squad movie was a piece of burning garbage, and it really, really pissed me the fuck off because I waited for that movie for so, so long. And then they finally drop it, and then it's just like nothing you expected because they cut it down and change it so drastically and people were just so hype about the trailer and yeah it was supposed to be something dark and gritty and they just turned it into a joke pretty much this one looks like they have a bit more direction they're going in no more will smith they got idris elba coming in pretty much playing the same goddamn character come on like a black guy who shoots guns who has a kid that they're in the suicide squad trying to do something for so that's one aspect I really didn't like. It's like, yo, just make a new backstory for the character. Don't just recycle Will Smith's storyline because he doesn't want to be in this movie. I didn't like that at all. But the trailer looks great. It looks like there's a lot of great humor. But I'm going to be treading lightly on this one. Because I did set the same goddamn shit with the first trailer. I was like, yo, this looks so dope. Looks so dope. It, 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 everything, the colors, the, the, the jokes, the action. It looks like it's going to be on point. However, the movie comes out and it's nothing like the trailer implies. This one, I don't know. They have enough people in it for me to be like, yo, this can't go wrong, can it? I'd say the first one had more big name Hollywood acts that's kind of like, they're going to do the job. But this one has like, you know, Pete Davidson, who I, I think a lot of these cats are going to be cameos. They kill pretty early on. But a lot of the people they're bringing in for these is like funny, like B-rate people. But I also think that's going to keep them grounded. Uh, you do have your Idris Elba's and your Margot Robbie's, but besides that, it's 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 a cast of people that, you know, like uh, I'm blanking on everybody's name now. Um, the Small Shin, uh, he played in The Dark Knight, small role in The Dark Knight, and in Ant Man, you know, he's gonna be in there. And then you have uh, a few other people. Uh, Sylvester Stallone's doing uh, voice work. It's just going to be a movie that I'm really, uh, David Grimaldi uh, from Doctor Who, he's also going to be in there. It's going to be a lot of people that are, are super dope actors, but they're not going to be those Hollywood actors. It's like, I demand X amount of dollars and I'm not doing X, Y, Z. Like, you would have a Will Smith do. That kind of fucks up the energy of the movie. But it looks like it is going to be a good action movie. It is, you know, taking from, of course, DC Comics. And they're using a lot of the D-list comics, uh, which I love, like Polka Dot Man, Weezy, stuff like that. So I'm a huge comic book nerd. So anytime any of that stuff pops up and they're doing these deep cuts, I'm all there for it. But, you know, I'm, I'm once again just treading very lightly because studio interference is a real thing. 
But I, I look forward to seeing what they do. Starro is going to be the villain. So it's going to be like, whoa, they're doing real deep cuts. And I'm surprised they even let them use something crazy like Starro, which is this big starfish that can make smaller starfish and control people. I remember the first time I saw this villain, I believe it was Batman Beyond, when they did the Justice League uh, storyline. But the fact they're using that, I'm looking forward to it. That's probably going to be on my anticipated, you know, win, lose, or draw, good or bad. I'm still going to be there ass in the seat at the theater to check it out but yeah next movie on my list is a movie i was pretty surprised to see and it's uh gi joe origins snake eyes uh first of all the gi joe movies that came out beforehand uh were pretty garbage for the most part if you've seen them you understand what i mean the first one had uh marlon wayne and i believe channing tatum and yeah they just weren't very good and the second one i'd say was even worse with the rock I can't even really remember the storyline of the second one. Only thing I can really remember is that prison break scene. And like I was just about to say, the only good parts of those movies was Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Like those are, and to be honest, those are the two badass GI Joe characters. You know, I remember when I was a kid. You know, anytime I'd go to buy a toy, I was looking for Snake Eyes. Or I was looking for Storm Shadow because those they came with like the swords. And, Everything about those characters was just so uh, mysterious and dope. And the Black Ninja and the White Ninja. And it was always dope that the Black Ninja was the good one and the White one was the bad one. Because you always just assume white is good, black is evil. Switch that shit up. But yeah, those were the best two parts of those G.I. Joe movies that completely sucked. And I saw the trailer. It was very interesting. Aside from the pat, I guess it's going to be a reboot of the whole G.I. Joe um gi joe uh storyline uh, because the original snake eyes was played by rake park um and he you know from the dark mall uh, in star wars episode one and toad from x-men uh he, he's just an incredible athlete who can do some incredible uh acrobats and he's played snake eyes and i've always said yo this would be dope if they just gave him his own movie but now they're doing it I don't know the name of the Asian actor who's playing Snake Eyes. I'm not even sure if they ever have, you know, said specifically Snake Eyes is Asian. I know for, for a fact Storm Shadow is Japanese, but, you know, he's also always was played by the Asian actor in the first two movies. So, you know, now they're, they're getting these. Uh, now you're seeing more rush for uh, having Asian-American inclusion. So I'm all for it. Uh, this movie also has that kind of feel like Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings had, like this kind of League of Shadows, ninja, uh, assassin type feel to it. So that was super dope. It's it's interesting because besides after they get through with the Snake Eyes uh, origins, I mean, how many other origins could you do? I don't really care to find out how the hell uh, anybody else started off. I can't even name another G.I. Joe character to be like, yeah, that's a character that people are going to care about. But aside from all that, uh, the trailer looks incredible. A lot of action, a lot of ninjas, sword fighting, and I'm all there for it. Yeah, ending off is a trailer I recently came across, which funny enough, I thought was a joke. I saw this trailer and I straight up was like, this is somebody making like a TikTok skit or something. And then I, I noticed the actress in this trailer. And I was like, well, she's an actual actress. Like, this is wild. Is this real? And it was the trailer for a movie called Karen. And as everybody who hasn't been living under a rock for the past five years know, Karen is just a term for a uh, most most of the time middle-aged white woman 
who just is complaining or finding an issue with something and, and always trying to enforce the rules and calling the cops on on people who you know not doing anything wrong saying they feel uncomfortable so the fact that somebody capitalized on this to say yo this could be the premise of a pretty good scary movie it's super dope much respect i take my hat off because that's some shit i would do i'd be like you know what let me let me go ahead and write a story letting these people know that they are the villains <laughs> like i i hate karen's with a passion because a lot of them are just bored a lot of them just are, are control freaks who think they are wearing a badge and it's just like nah you're average everyday citizen with a big mouth and that's what a lot of these women are doing like no matter if you you know watching birds in a park or barbecuing with your family it's, it's always going to be one of these people who are just taking it upon themselves to make an issue for you so the fact somebody was like it's kind of like a jordan peele stroke of, of horror like yo this is a horrible situation real talk i would hate to live next door to a karen but like a karen who has a, a dirty cop as a brother who's a white supremacist and it's just like yo that would be a terrible situation everything in this trailer was just like real life situations you see people come in contact with like a white woman calling cops and all of a sudden you see black men on the curb you know with their hands interlocked behind their head and they didn't even do shit it's just this woman who feels threatened over a situation that she's put herself in so now she has to call the cops and they'll automatically assess them as the threat. This movie, uh, you know, it's a BET film, so I'm already kind of hesitant. But great premise. I take my hat off in regards to the premise. Execution, that is going to be something that uh, I don't know. We'll see. I really hope for the best. But, you know, sometimes with these smaller BET films, they don't know how to you know hold back they kind of just blow their load all over the place and it's just like yo this could have been a dope movie great concept poor execution but those are uh movies oh also can't believe i forgot this don't breathe too uh that trailer looks amazing if you saw the first don't breathe which was the story of these four teens who break into a blind man's house because they believe he has like money hidden away and then it turns out this dude is like a killing machine he's like daredevil meets the punisher if the punisher was blind but still had all the guns and killing skills but that movie was so dope and it was just like such a crazy ride because you're like literally holding your breath with these people trying not to make noises because this old guy can just hear and sense and, you know when you're blind your other senses are supposed to enhance so this guy is using every sense at his disposal to kill these people who invaded his house and in this one it's like a prequel story like this guy uh he's uh we don't know who he is actually we don't really know anything about this guy besides he has this like military training and these individuals are breaking into his house to steal a young girl he's like mentoring i don't know if it's his daughter or not but they did mention in the first one he did have a daughter so they are breaking into his house because they know who he is and i don't know if they're trying to you know lure him out to kill him or or if they have some other plan or if they're trying to you know he has something they want but pretty much they're breaking in and he is going ham once again like the it, scenes in this movie where it's like pitch black and all of a sudden he has the upper hand because he always lives in darkness it reminds me of that scene in the in dark knight rises when batman tries to turn the lights out and bane's like bitch this is my this is my world i live here like i don't need the light I've been living in the darkness all my life but that's what that reminded me of like this dude is just throwing hammers and pitch black hitting these you know hitting people's heads and 
I was just like, yo, this is definitely something I am going to see. But yeah, that is all I have in terms of trailers uh, for our media review Mondays. Uh, if you guys have seen any trailers, let me know. To be honest, I've just been, uh, anytime I have a moment, I usually try to catch a TV show and stick with it. This week, I've been rewatching an old TV show I love tremendously. I haven't gotten a chance to sit down with in a few years. It's called The Shield. And I've been watching it on Hulu. So if you have Hulu and you have a few moments, check it out. It's a great crime show. It's about some dirty cops. And it's just crazy watching that and watching everything we got going on today with law enforcement and shit. But real talk, it's a great show. Uh, be sure to check it out um, if you have Hulu or you just are bored. Uh, in regards to TV, I really don't get a chance to watch as much TV as I used to. Uh, but yeah, uh, people recommend me shows all the time and I try to watch them and then I usually tune out after the first episode if I make it even that far. Uh, so yeah, if you guys have any good shows you are watching, please let me know. Usually I just go back and rewatch some stuff I've probably already seen like Boardwalk Empire or the, or the Wire or the Newsroom or the Sopranos. But, you know, usually I'll be looking for some, some good new shows to get into. So if you guys have any suggestions, I am all in. Uh, for those uh, yeah uh music wise once again no new music on the uh forefront for me i really do not stay up to date with music because i usually feel uh and, unless i get referred some tracks from some local artists who are interested in uh having music premiered on the podcast uh so be sure to check all of those artists out on urban alchemy playlist via spotify but yeah, uh, we got a lot of crazy great artists on that playlist here in Kansas City. I uh, need to start hitting them up so I can start setting up interviews. Because I'll let you guys in on a secret. I hate the interview portion of this podcast. Coincidentally, it's probably the most popular portion uh, universally between men and women. I'd say our relationship talk is probably more popular around our female demographic. And our, our movie reviews probably around, around a certain specific group of men in our demographic but i'd say the interviews it goes great both ways but the whole locating people doing research on people contacting people hoping they make it to the interview is by far my worst experiences here on the podcast so i definitely need to get back on top of it so i do promise you guys i am going to kind of tighten up that ship try to get you guys an interview a week uh I, I try to but like i said some people don't come through and i hate hitting up people last minute to be like hey i got a spot opening up you want to come because then they feel like a backup but we're working on that kansas city yeah, that's all I really have. Really short episode for today. Uh, please check out those trailers. Let me know what you think. Uh, follow us on social media, Urban Alchemy Podcast, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. And yeah, please support. Uh, also, we have a Patreon started. So right now we're working with free patrons. Uh, so please check us out and please support our Patreon if you get a chance at any level, any month. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is... Uh, it's a site where you can actually help us grow our platform by signing up for a monthly donation at any level. It could be $2, it could be $5, it could be $10. I'm working on a specific tier system. So if you donate $5, you'll be able to get access to an exclusive blog. If you donate $10, you'll be able to get exclusive to an or get access to an exclusive stream. Something like that. I'm still trying to figure out that tier system, but I do definitely want to give something back to those people who are helping us out to grow our platform. 
so yeah it's, it's been a very exciting time big shout out to everybody who's helping us big shout out to everybody out there in kansas city who's doing great work so i'm very excited to continue to bring you this podcast and all the various shows we're able to produce but it takes support so if you guys enjoy our product if you enjoy our content please consider being a contributor uh becoming a patron and assisting us with the monthly donation so we can continue to bring you the best content here in kansas city here in missouri the u.s and all across the world yeah that's all i really have for this episode please tune in to us next week where hopefully eric will be joining us again and we will actually sit down and review a movie or if you guys want us to talk about something completely different please hit us up and we will put that on the agenda as well yeah, I am Jan Banks, and this is Urban Alchemy Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You all stay blessed and stay safe. I will catch you all later. Peace.